When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Man. The fancy one, sometimes the fancy one, but too fancy for me. Too fancy. All right, let's get this thing started. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the DMV Lucas Podcast. Guys, hangovers never felt so good. Day after pod, I'm excited to talk a little bit more nuggets. I didn't get enough of it last night. I didn't get enough of it this morning, in the wee hours of the morning. I didn't get it, enough of it over lunchtime or in the early afternoon. I'm ready for more Nuggets talk That's what we do here, right man. now. I got the fellas with me. Look at this. Brendan Vogt, another flower shirt. You think he's running low? Absolutely not. Come on, man. The vibes are carrying me right now. Just riding a real high wave. Everything's turning up, uh, turning up Nuggets right now. I love that we do this because there should be more than the four quarters for a fan of any team. Yeah. Happy to provide the more today. Yeah, well, let's just stick on vote for a second here. Um, let's get that close up here because we are introducing the panel. Yeah. We got everybody let here. Me see. Let me pull up and the so just stay in. Yeah, just there you go, vote. Just good stuff. And you know what? We also have over here D Line Go. What's up, guys? I just appeared out of the thin air. What do you mean you were here? You were here. We didn't cut to your side test yet. You were here the whole time. I meant earlier. Earlier. Before the show. And then, of course, Superstar Dev. I mean, it was so good of a game last night that I said, you know what? Count me in for lunch tomorrow. So I got to come in for a regular day. I love that. I love that. More superstar dev is in the house. Um, it's a hangover edition. We have a note from Harrison Wynn from the arena. They had Nuggets practice today. Quick turnaround time, by the way, for them to go into yeah. a practice. So we'll hear from Wind a little bit later on in the show. But we are basking in the afterglow. I'm always curious everybody's routines, you know, after after the games. I'll give go ahead and start with mine. You know, I go home. We hang out here for just a little bit afterwards, and I go home. I knew I had to be up this morning to do locked on and do that kind of stuff, try to get all those ducks in a row. So I just laid in bed thinking I'd fall right asleep. Three hours. Yeah. Three hours of just scrolling, reading all of the Jokic yep. content, Nuggets content, Murray <laughs> content, a surprising amount of Christian Brown content from last night. A whole lot. I was just going through all of that, man, and uh, that was my routine. 10 out of 10. Highly recommend. Yeah, uh, close your eyes for this one, boss. Usually I go home and I write. I also just scrolled Twitter, <laughs> just scrolled Twitter for two hours. Also 10 out of 10 for me. Dev, what about you? Every day I just try to get as much sleep as possible. <laughs> Lately, I've been waking up before my alarm. It pisses me off. So I do a little bit of scrolling, not so much. I just like to see uh, who is like most wrong. I actually like to look at our, <laughs> yeah. like our people, yeah, because they're attacking somebody nationally. Oh, I see. I so see. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they say. And then I'm getting tagged in a whole bunch, yeah. you know, lately, like a lot more than usual. So I'm like, okay, what you know, what is the the discourse today, or what are we talking about t- today? Um, so I try to go with our people to see what they're talking about. I like it. What about you, D Line? I went out with a bunch of Australians. <laughs> <laughs> is it Groundhog Day for you? Right I mean, I don't know what votes tried to do. He was there too. I, I he's trying to, to, he's trying to pretend time. he's scrolling Twitter. Uh, we I were on Colfax, late. man. Man, you were out <laughs> patrolling Colfax. Yeah, man. We were How'd eating. How'd it go? Uh, incredible. Listen, um, people are like, somebody, even the Australian is like, man, what are you doing? And I'm like, listen, life is an unending whore. 
Every day is worse than the day that precedes it. Eric's the most jovial person I know, yet this is what he always says. And and like, right man, there. When really? life presents you moments of joy and happiness and fellowship and uh -huh. friendship, you should seize them and maximize them. Is that what you were doing? Yes. Somebody, the, the Austra one Australian guy was like, man, kind of overwhelming. I was like, are you kidding? I love it. I love these guys. <laughs> this, is, this is my favorite people. They're incredible. This is like your take on when you go to a game, yes. you like to also get dipping dots because it makes it even better. That's Usually, yeah, I go to a game, I eat an edible, I get some candy, <laughs> uh, I get a soda, yeah. and then I just, soda, and then huh? I manspread as far as humanly possible. Same. Make everyone uncomfortable. Same. Yeah, dude. And then, and then I go home to the horror that is my life. <laughs> well, <laughs> it had a really good start, not so great of an ending. And there. that's his routine. And that's his routine. <laughs> Um, by the way, check out this beautiful shirt I got on right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Man. Eric's latest. Yeah, dude. All the truly, are good. Truly a perfect shirt. A, true, a perfect summer shirt. I love the brown on it, man. Yeah, man. You would. That's lame, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I wish you would have responded. <laughs> no, no. I want you to feel it. <laughs> Right you there. had no reason you to say anything. The worst. Said, Thank you. You're right. Yep. Guys, it is, the, it is the hangover here, Kel. Why don't you bring up the graphic here? It's the hangover uh, day after it takes. A little more clear-minded, a little more thoughtful. We don't have the graphic ready to go, even though the title was Hangover Takes. There we, we go. Uh, hangover Takes. There we go. Uh, I'll start with you, Vote. You know, you've marinated on it a little bit. You've joy scrolled. You've done all of those things. Is there anything different about how you view this game now, this, this game three win? No, <laughs> you were a little angry last night. Are you less angry? Uh, yeah, it's more. It's more unbridled joy. Okay. I was. I was. I was joyous too last night. It just presents as anger sometimes. <laughs> he was pretty angry, was he not? Yeah, there, there was nothing but anger. I mean, it was in some ways the yeah. best Someone part of the furious. show. It, it was. It made for a great show. Maybe passion is yeah. the word. Well, um, yeah. No, I said. Look, let's. You know, sometimes you you wake up, you've rewatched the game, you have a whole new batch of takes. Similar stuff for me, man. Best duo in the NBA. Best player in the NBA. It was today on, you know, is probably the most vindicating day yet online. Yeah. I know we're going to get to that, but there's just so all doubt has been extricated, man. It's just it's gone. Those guys are those guys are winners and the world sees them as winners. It's awesome. I would say building on top of that. One of the cool things about this run, but about games like last night, which were historic for our favorites, you know, it, the thing about it is nothing you can say is absurd. I know. You know what I mean? No, we're untouchable. All of these years, we would say something and then people would be like, hold your horses, hold your horses. And we still have the whole horses of they got two more wins, man. This is not over. But there is the like, you can't question how good statistically these two guys can be Jokic and Murray. And if we want to just single it to Jokic, nobody's doing it, man. Nobody's doing it. So there's nothing you can say about just this run so far. There's nothing you could take from him. You could say things like, is it the greatest statistical <laughs> playoff run in history? Is it the most dominant run in history? You could say these things, and all people can say is, I disagree just because. Not because I have any evidence to the contrary. Yeah, man, it re truly, truly, truly untouchable at this point. You can say whatever you want at this point, and it, it the Nuggets are like you can write the most ridiculous checks, and the Nuggets are cashing them. Yeah, you're just like, oh, uh, Jokic is the best player of all time, and people are like statistically God true. Damn it. They're yeah, like, just a, they're like, one, I, I don't. <laughs> 
According to the advanced metrics, it's accurate. It's really <laughs> the, unfortunate. The wildest thing is that um, in my scrolling time today, I saw people were bringing Embiid back up. Embiid Dude, had poor Embiid. Poor Embiid. Like, he doesn't want dragged back into this either. Yeah. Can you imagine if the shoe was on the other foot? Let's say Yoke gets knocked out in the second round, comes up super small in game six and seven. And then the equivalent of an Embiid run like this would be Embiid just scoring 50 every time. Wow, yeah. that would be terrible. Can you, can, <laughs> can you imagine, though, how bad it would feel if we were just like, damn, Embiid really is going for 50 every Dude, night? Every time. Apparently. That's what the, they're watching is like another triple double, and this time it's a 30 20 10. Like, ah, the horror. Yeah, man, it's uh, this is what it is to be to really plant your flag on something and like yeah. why all of us here, like for me especially, I say this all the time. Like I could have picked any sport to go headlong into, but I just saw the potential with this team, and like I just believed so much that I was willing to stake my own personal reputation on it, and it's coming true. And I just I feel smart. I feel, I feel smart. I feel I feel sexy. <laughs> I, feel smart, yeah. <laughs> I feel smart is such a hilarious thing. To yeah, say. dude, it is. I like do. I do. I feel super. I feel uh, ultra smart. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. It just you just obviously the job's not done. But even if. It, even if everything was to fall apart at this exact moment in time, there's just the fact that everyone has had to publicly acknowledge and in many instances apologize for their oddly dismissive takes on Nikola Jokic that were based on the fact that they, what we all knew was the case. They just were, simply were not paying attention. They didn't think it was worth their time to pay attention. And now you're like, yeah, man, like this guy's incredible. I, I'm more inclusive than you, though, in this one way. Because you're right, but I don't care. There's only a few holdouts that I'm like kind of laughing yeah. at now, yeah. the holdouts. But all the people that are jumping on the bandwagon of media people, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not upset at them anymore. I'm like, thank Neither God, I. finally, man. Like, welcome to the club. Come on in, man. Let's it's all have exactly some fun. exactly how I feel. I, yeah, I think it's good to, to put attention on those people that are still trying to hold on because it's like, hey, he's proven to you time and time again. And also, he's on such an incredible run that now you're like, You've already told on yourself, but at least there's people that's like, I can admit fault. You know, I was late to this. But the people that are still doing this, like, okay, you're doubling down. You're just trying to stand on that. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't get upset. I'm not like, hey, it took you long enough. I mean, you feel like you should do those type of things. But it's like, hey, at least you came around to it. Now let's enjoy the movie. Exactly. Yep. And I think there's another stage past the feeling of vindication and petty stuff, which we're all enjoying right now. And I think it's well-earned. But some of what I think you were getting at, there's new territory ahead where it's a blissful place where we just all agree to enjoy this. Yes, right, exactly. Because the whole the original inspiration for me, as someone who loves sports, I realized I had stumbled upon something incredible, and I wanted to share it with everyone. And then it turned into indignation as so many people like kind of turn the other cheek. And so it's great to say I told you so. But what's even better is now can we all just watch? Can we all just watch and enjoy it together? Because this is one of those guys that you just don't want to take for granted. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we go back to hangover takes though, Dev. Do you have any takes? You know, you woke up the morning and you had like fresh eyes on about it or anything of that nature? Um I thought that uh I thought Jamal Murray was incredible um last night. I, I truly think that he was spectacularly incredible. I mean he was. I think he was just like really Way better than we think. I, I mean, I I know that the numbers are going to say it just because he did get the triple-double. Even if he didn't get the triple-double, like, he really did yeah. show, like, why they are, you know, two of the best duels, like, or one of the best duels of all time with that run. 
Um, I think it just marked off with getting that last rebound in, in the closing seconds. But this is a guy that really, honestly, he's coming off of a, a injury, and it does not matter. He's having one of the best playoff runs of all time, while Jokic is also having the best playoff run of all time. Um, and for it to <laughs> coincide at the exact same time. Unless it's our life. <laughs> <laughs> we can say whatever also, we want. It's so absurd, but it's like, again, yep, again, is it wrong? true? That's also true. Is it wrong? <laughs> no. They're having them at the same time. Right. Yeah. On the same team. Yeah. So, but like, the, the Jamal, like, really, he was better than what we even think. One, one of my favorite you. things, let me jump in here, though, because one of my favorite things was people talking about Murray being the head of the snake. And people have said this almost as an insult. And you could tell the metaphor doesn't work because the head of the snake is a typical team. We all know Yoke's the, the guy, the fulcrum, right? But you can't take him away. But it does make sense when people say he's the head of the snake because it's a two-headed snake. This is the thing about it is it is a great duo, and you don't get to just focus on, well, LeBron doesn't like to do this, and we need to take away this, this, or this, or you know whatever player it is. It's like, no, there's two of them. And they both play off each other so well in a way that you can't take away both. Like, nobody can take away both things. The only thing you really can do, and I honestly think what this a lot of this comes down to, is just trying desperately to take their pick and roll away. Yep. You know, that's really all team. And maybe, I thought they could, though, man. And maybe Murray gets it done as a score and Jokic gets it done as a score, right? Mm. But you would hope we can keep them out of that two-man thing because it actually has this permeating effect on all five guys. Yep. And, and so that's what they're trying to say. But <laughs> didn't you think though? Like, because in game two they did, they and did. that's why I was like, there is a way to disrupt Denver. It lasted one game, man. That's the they thing. got the thing about that one about last night, a hangover take is they proved that even the best defenses with the smartest coach and the smartest players and the most versatile guys with the perfect game plan, even that has a shelf life. And once they solve it, it's solved. I yep. think it's the third or fourth straight round now, depending on how you feel about Schroeder in the Lakers series where Jamal has at some point encountered some version of they're trying this and it threw you off for a game. How are right. you going to respond? Yep. And he's responded with masterful performances. The Murray glow up to me has just been so great because as you mentioned, Dev, 34, 10 and 10. I mean, it's only in the shadow of Jokic's triple double. And I have to say props to Jamal Murray, man, for being a Jokic guy. And what I mean by that is not every player would be comfortable putting up a NBA Finals triple-double and living in the shadow. And somehow his acceptance right. of being in Jokic's shadow elevates him out of the shadow. His acceptance of being a part of a duo is what makes them talked about as the best duo. And I think that's like, it's an underrated thing. This is why I argued I'd rather have Murray than Booker and these guys. Like, even if I'm not 100% sure about some of these great players, you see levels like this and you're like, what's it matter, man? He's good enough and he knows how to solve problems. He can do everything and the chemistry is perfect. So why would you take anybody else? Yeah, I mean, they did the both 30-point tri triple-double in a game that their team scored 109 points. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, they were really, like, perfect together. Um, do they we know were... how many points they generated? <clears throat> 20 assists. Do we know how many of that points that was for, though? Every single one of them. <laughs> I didn't even have right. to do the math. Every single one of them. Like, that, <laughs> that is right. incredible. 109 points with the assist on top of that. And they, they weren't only to them to each other. They had more. So they had as many combined points and more combined rebounds and assists than the Heat's entire starting five. That's that's wild. Um, but you talk about Jamal being a, a Jokic guy. Like, a guy that scored 30 points and he's been having, you know, an uh, incredible run where he's jumped his points per game and everything else, but he's also jumped an assist point per game. 
Um, he's playing within a system. He's breaking that system. The opposite team is a tough team that takes away like the best things of your game. They can't take away what these two have. And it just seems so simple. Pick and roll. Let's just, how do you stop the pick and roll? Well, they slowed him down on scoring, but the offensive efficiency is all the way there. Yeah. The offensive rating is all the way up. But they just, they go so well together that I don't know how you slow that down. And I think that they're having a very tough time thinking of it. I think if you get them out of this two-man real team basketball thing they're trying to do, they each individually have this break glass in case of emergency layer of individual greatness and scoring prowess where they will likely figure out how to break you down anyway. But even if they can't, you know, like Miami had that insane defensive possession, um, you know, where Murray ended up hit. I think he's in the third. Murray hits that step back three or sidestep three past Bam. Oh, that was a tough one. You know, we're like, what could Miami have done yep. better in that sequence? And then it's when it comes down to it, if you need these guys to just make a tough shot, they can both do that too. That's what's so dope about the Nuggets is they generate the looks they want, but on the rare occasions they don't, they hit the shots they didn't want. <laughs> and it's like, it really does put you in that spot, man. Yeah. What a rewarding run so far. Nuggets do just have two games left. I do think that game, you know, this game tomorrow is going to be a dogfight. We'll talk about that a little bit later, but let's take a break. On the other side, I want to hear from Harrison Wind, who was at Kaseya Center. What's it called? Kaseya Center? Bro, I have yeah, no... They, they sounds like, a, sounds like a good use of uh, yeah. corporate funds to Cash buy. Is Clay uh, Cash no one, is Clay No one can even say it. Nobody can remember what it is. We're going to hear from him, though, from Nuggets practice here after the break. Professional rugby has returned to Rugby Town, USA. That's here, baby. That's right here. We're talking about Glendale, Colorado. Uh, the American Raptors have begun the six-match homestand against the six South American rugby teams that make up the brand new Super Rugby Americas competition. So you can find that full schedule online. You can check out our guy Colton Strickler, too, at the DNVR Rugby Podcast. There's a great job breaking it down for layman's, for the pros. Follow him at Colton Strickler and at DNVR underscore rugby. Uh, tickets are just $10, and children 12 and under are free. If you can't make it, watch all of the American Raptors matches live on ESPN+. You got to check out Infinity Park. It's a beautiful venue, and it's a really cool location to, if you didn't know, tap into a thriving rugby culture here in Colorado. And that's what we do, man. We spread the local vibes. Check out your Raptors, affordable, and for the kids, it's free. This next one is not for the kids, but it is affordable. Kind Love Dispensary, uh, our new friends. They They've, were here at the bar yesterday, by the way, watching the game, cheering on the nugs. They, I would say their love was a little overwhelming. They, very kind. They <laughs> gave us they gave us bags of love. They did give us bags of love. Yeah, they gave us some real samples. They gave us a couple joints. They gave us some flour to try. And if you can believe it or not, I've tried it. Yeah. What would you think? I stand by it. Let's go. It's really good. It's really smooth. It tastes good. I felt great. That sure. was not just because of the Nuggets one. I also did try the new Turbo Core. What? The 100 milligram stick <laughs> that looks exactly like a toothpick. Uh, it's their own design. You stick it in a joint and you get even higher. Or How a cool cigarette is that? or whatever. Visit one of their stores in Cherry Creek or North Denver. Mention DNVR and receive the DNVR exclusive discount of 25% off all Kind Love flour, pre-rolls, and their turbo joint line. Visit their website at kindlove.com for their full extensive menu and online ordering. Kind Love, I've smoked it, I like it. <laughs> is, that, is that on there? <laughs> that on there? No, but I just, <laughs> I just like, uh, He's like, but it is also true. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's how I'm finishing those reads now. <laughs> there you go. All right, back here, segment two. Let's go ahead and play that video, Kale, from Harrison Wind, live at whatever the name is of that arena. <laughs> All right, guys, what's up? Wind here at um, 
I even forget what this arena is called. Kasaya Center. Kasaya Center. I'm at the Heat Arena. Nuggets just wrapped up practice after game three. Here are some of the takeaways. A lot of talk today about Nicole Jokic's defense. And of course, the Nuggets held the Heat to 94 points in game three. Their second Munder of the playoffs. And a big part of it was Nicole Jokic's defense. Jokic contested a game high 21 shots last night in game three. The next most was Bam Adebayo with 14 contests. And Nikola Jokic held Bam Adebayo to four of 13 shooting when he was his primary defender. Four of 13 shooting. Jamal Murray called Nikola Jokic an elite defender, defender today. And Michael Malone said, it's not all about the eye test. If you actually know what you're looking at, you know you see a really good defender there. Of course, Jokic was asked about his defense and limiting Bam Adebayo, the 413 Bam shot when he was guarding him. Of course, Nikola said he didn't feel like he affected Bam or really anybody shot that much in game three. Another storyline that we talked about today just now, Jamal Murray's bounce back. In that game two loss, Jamal Murray was not good. He was not that effective. You didn't really feel his presence. And he put a lot of that game two loss on him. And, you know, Michael Mullen has said over the last couple of days how Jamal is a leader of this team, vocally and emotionally, and he didn't feel like he was leading his team in game two. He didn't feel Jamal's energy and his typical presence. Malone said just a couple minutes ago that, like, Jamal wasn't all the way there. And, you know, they spoke about that. They had conversations about that. And so a big part of game three was Jamal getting back to being the leader that he normally is on the court and in the locker room for this team. And that's what he did. Jamal talked about kind of just his mental process and getting his mentality right heading into these games. He said he envisioned what his game three would look like. He even said that he asked the Nuggets equipment managers what jersey color and what jerseys the Nuggets are wearing that night. So going into a game, he can envision the type of game he's going to have. And he said he did that before last night. And there you go. He had a great game three. Uh, Some other notes here from Nuggets practice. Michael Malone is firmly still in Michael Porter Jr.'s corner. Of course, MPJ, not a great game three. Was pretty absent in the first half. Made a couple plays, a couple hustle plays. Got some nice rebounds in that second half to kind of save his night a little bit. But Michael Malone said this about Michael Porter. I have zero doubt that he's going to have a very big game coming up here that's going to help us win a championship. So he's still in Michael Porter's corner. And just looking at MPJ at practice today, the Nuggets just practiced down here a few minutes ago as well. He was in good spirits. You know, he was getting up a lot of threes, that's for sure. But he was in good spirits. He was in a good mood. So I think, you know, he is also in a good place heading into game three or heading into game four. And maybe the bounce back could be coming. The final note I've got here, and this is just a little bit of insight, a little bit behind the curtain on Nikola Jokic, something he said today about what I'll call his mission in the playoffs and in the finals. He was asked if this is the biggest moment of his career, just this playoff run, being on this final stage. And he said, yes, of course, it definitely is. But that's because we have... Ish Smith, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, who have been in the league a long time. And Jeff's made the finals. Obviously, none of them have won a championship, though. And he says it's the biggest moment of my career because I can give those guys 
a chance to win a championship finally, you know, and he said, you know, maybe it's the last kind of opportunity for them. So that's why Nikola Jokic is viewing this as his biggest moment because he's got a chance to win the championship for not just him before the vets on this team and, and this entire organization. That's all the notes I've got from practice today. Uh, the Nuggets, you know, I talked about this on the post game show, I think last night, but they, I got a little nervous energy from them even in the lead up to game three. You know, they've been so relaxed, so focused all playoffs. I, I sensed some nervousness from them before game three. Obviously, they were locked in and focused during that game. And today, I got the sense that they're back to being, you know, lighthearted, not taking this too, too stressfully. Uh, I think they're all in really good headspaces. I think they're just locked back in and they have their mojo back to who they've been for most of these playoffs. So uh, that's all I've got. Talk to you guys soon. Man, how good did Harrison look in that lighting? Was he talking? I mean, it just looked like he was was glowing. Actually, this is my first time thinking it. He he might be handsome. <laughs> I was just I've heard us say it, but you never really. I mean, we haven't said it in a long time. He's not uh, looking the same. I was like Jokic. There's a pool day. I was just He's swimming in his good eyes. Now. Miami win versus Vegas vote. Who you got? Ooh. Ooh. I don't know. It's a real. There's not many vibes off. There's one not of, many people going to make one, of, one of them is gonna. Yeah, one of them is gonna get us into an exclusive restaurant. The other one, I might have to bail out of prison. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you which is which. <laughs> I thought you, you played that safe. Thank you. Dead play it yeah. safe. A uh, couple notes from what he said there. First of all, untrained eye is one of the great additions to the NBA lexicon I, of the I, year. I, I, it so might be number one. It is the great. best way to call I've always hated casual just because like right. most fans are casual. So There's calling no them a casual. There's it. no shame in it. It's being a like, game. It's actually, like, <laughs> you haven't devoted your entire life yeah. to this. Yeah. Kill yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but untrained eye is such yeah. a great little dig. It's such a perfect like you don't know what you're talking about. What is Malone's what, what was his one? He, he had one in here like uh Damn it, I just put untrained eye in quotation marks. But he basically says yeah. the same thing, which I kind of like. If you don't, about Jokic's defense, if you don't know what you're looking for, then you might not recognize it. And I just love that because we're going to talk about it later. But this is one of the big glow ups of this playoff run. Jokic, accepted as a good defender. God damn it. I'm serious, man. That's like, so true. The haters, it's one of the things that's like the most in shambles is people are like, well, I guess he, the nerds were right. He can defend. It hasn't come up once. <laughs> Once. Meanwhile, the other bigs can't guard him at all. He can guard them, though. So, yeah, I mean, didn't, it's all didn't been Didn't someone to bed. just come out and say that he's a good defender? Someone just was interviewed like a star. Oh, it was, yeah. Who was um, it? Was it Jimmy Butler? Jimmy Butler. Oh, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Butler. Butler. <laughs> yeah, he right. said he's a hell of a defender. Yeah. As well. He actually yeah. pulled out in his own untrained eye about like not yeah. knowing what you're yeah. looking at. There might have been someone else, too. You're but, right. Like, there yeah. have been a handful. Yeah. Dude. yeah. That they're talking about his defense. Like, yeah. you guys all know him for how good he is offensively. They're talking about his defense. And these are guys that he's playing against. Right. Which, after the series and after, you know, a lot of, a lot of these times, they're saying that our game plan was to go with this. But... I mean, we see it in the TPA where he's always in the right corner. I, I, want, I want to call that the Jokic, you know. Whatever. The Jokic chart. The Jokic yeah. chart. Um, but you just see, like, he is playing good defense. And for the untrained eye, you would say that it's Man, bad defense. There is, like, we need to do a power ranking of glow-ups in this postseason. I think the biggest well, glow-up. coming up. Well, it's the biggest glow-up. Oh, all right. That's a superlative. Okay. That's a superlative we have later on. Well, we didn't we didn't prep. I know. I'm just saying. That's why I'm I'm, I'm pausing you. Another one I have here is um, <laughs> the idea that Murray wasn't all the way there in game two. Um, I kind of like it. First of all, 
it is interesting. I don't put this on Murray. I, you know, I think the whole team was unfocused. And if we, you know, we talked about Michael Porter's defense, we talked about uh, guys mixing up. So Jamal, you know, I guess Jamal Murray's defense a little bit. But I do like the idea that they're saying as a leader going into game three, he was all about it. And I even love the anecdote about trying to visualize. I always see this stuff. I need somebody that's, this is such a bad confession, but I always see the like meditation, you know, people like focus this or that. I never know what it is. I didn't grow up with like knowing how to meditate or this or that. Him saying that he literally had to get all the details right so he can envision it and then going out and dropping a 30-point triple-double. I got to get into it. Yeah, man. I got to get into this. He's a fellow man of vision. Manifesting is a, re- is a real powerful thing, man. Some of us have visions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, laugh all you want. Some of us have visions. Some of us see big things in the future, oh, and you God. need the details. And the closer they get, the, the more uh, filled in. I think you have. I know you have visions. Oh, I, I know you I'm, have not, I'm not even kidding. Like, I see things happen down the line and it's not because i uh hang out with ariana it's because (laughs) she had a vision (laughs) it's because i allow myself space and time Mm. to follow the logical follow the thought pattern to the logical end and the more information i have the clearer the path becomes and then i'm like well this is probably going to happen based on all the information use promo code dnvr for 25 percent <laughs> off kind love no eric, sorry, eric is right about that i've known him long enough to know that he really does do this you phrased it like kanye west so no, i, I want to say like yeah. you, do, you do have a little kanye well I'm, I'm, i mean i'm good that's because jamal that murray genius and that's because jamal murray made it seem like a mysticism thing genius, but nonetheless it is i know eric well enough to know that he really does like what would you call this almost like game theory out like you know you said it start thinking about, okay, like he said, this, then this, then this, and it really is a powerful thing. And maybe it is as simple as that for Jamal Murray, what he's talking about. But I just feel like I love the idea of him even getting into the uniforms and being like, okay, where's all the media sitting? Okay, Ramona's over there. Harrison wins over here. So when I hit the shot, I look over, I see, I just love it. Blackburn will tweet this. Exactly. Then I'm going to look over and I'm going to say, love you, right? Bang. Bang. I love it. Um, MPJ being in good spirits is, you know, I like that as well. I mean, look, we all know this. I mean, we, you actually can relate to this because we all have our agendas. And sometimes you can imagine being Michael Porter. You just got the biggest win of your well, career. No I, no, I can't. I'm very short. <laughs> but I'm just saying you you like can envision sucks. having the biggest win, but it feeling like not great because you you were the one guy that sort of didn't have the good night. But I like the idea that. You know, you can bounce. You can roll those things off. It's just like, hey, man, like this happens, and in the end, no one's gonna remember Michael Porter's game three or two or any of that. They're gonna remember Michael Porter champion, and right. if he gets a chance to have a big moment, that's what they'll remember. They won't remember anything else. Totally, and I think he's always been really good at that. Actually, yeah. the, the short memory, the swallowing his pride kind of thing. He would love to be contributing, right? But they won, and they're up two one, and that's just fine by Mike. He's gonna keep shooting. He's gonna keep getting shots. I, I like that Malone came out and said that. I think a little bit of being in your corner publicly can go a long way. So it's it's good to hear that he's in good spirits. But you know he's the guy. You know, guy's a professional man. He's that's these are the lessons he's spent the regular season learning. Right. You know. And then the last one, which is the best one, Dev, wanting to win it for the vets. Mm-hmm. This idea, and I saw this quote, you know, last night, joy scrolling. But the idea of no, it's uh, or maybe it was this morning. The idea that you want no. Jeff Green might be his last chance. Ish Smith, who's not even that big of a part of the on-court portion of the team, and DeAndre Jordan, same thing. The idea that he's like, yeah, man, we could win it next year if we lose this year, but are all these guys going to be here? No, you only get one chance to do it with this group, and 
I really think a lot of people get annoyed with Yoke because of how much he deflects personal attention. But I honestly think he's telling you something. Like people get annoyed, like, come on, man, just tell us this. Like, no, he's actually telling you, you just don't have ears to hear it. That's where his motivation untrained, is. Untrained ears. The untrained ears, man. <laughs> he's actually telling you the most insightful thing, which is that he takes a lot more satisfaction out of the people that he's lifting up rather than himself who he's lifting up. Yeah, I love that. Um, that's, I mean, really, the, every single championship team has found that new motivation. And having an older guy that is put in the sacrifices, that is, you know, staying long hours and playing extra, like, it gives him one more thing. Um, there was a, a, a point in time this year where Denver got bored um, with just winning or just the entire process where they're ready for this moment. That gives them a new sense of it. You worked all this, you know, this way. They could, they're going to have another good run next year. But you have Jeff Green on the team who they have they continue to talk about how much it would mean to get him one. Um, you have DeAndre Jordan, how much it would mean to get him one. It's Smith, who's been a journeyman, you know, his entire career. Um, it means a lot more, and that's where the culture comes into place because that's their point of being on this team is to just motivate the team in different ways to bring different things out of them um, and for it to be um, the older guys that they, they aren't going to have many other opportunities. This might be the last year for a couple of them. So um, you do want them to, to have a newfound um, sense of motivation. Mm-hmm. Jeff Green's played for a lot of great players, and I do just love this idea of like, if Yoke's the one to do it for him. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. He's played with a lot of the best players of Everyone all time. Everyone else let me down, man. You did not. <laughs> it's going to be the best when he calls on the best guy he's played with. But Oh, it's um, coming. I hope it's coming. The, the other thing I think is. some of what Jokic was, was maybe trying to say, because Malone has hit this note a bunch in these locker room speeches, is that it's not just for the vets. It could be now or never for them too, right? Like Jeff and Ish and these guys have been along a long time. And the reality is you don't go back to the finals every year. You get one, maybe two chances. These guys still haven't done it. So I think some of the messaging is for the guys who will be a part of the future as well, it is not guaranteed that we come back to this place as good as we think we are, man. And this team knows better than anyone after the last two years how quickly it can all be taken away from you. So that's part of it as well. I love it. All right, let's take another break. On the other side, I want to get to some superlatives about last night, about this run. About life in general. If you are a transplant, new to Denver, returning to Denver, and you're looking to get back into or start an adult social circle, as a fellow transplant, I strongly endorse Volo Sports. You guys got a kickball game tonight? Is that what? Yeah, we're beer cup in hand kickball league. Wow, cup in hand kickball. That's a great example. We also had a bowling team together. You can find myriad sports, varying difficulties, degree of competition. You can just put together a team with with strangers or friends. It's a great way to meet people, get out, see the city. And the reason we play at Volo is so the kids can play free. The Volo Kids Foundation is a separate 501c3 that provides free sports camps to kids in each Volo city. Uh, Check out the Volo Pass, a monthly membership program that gives unlimited access to sports events and social activities every night. It's 20 bucks per month or 200 per year. And uh, they've got leagues in all throughout the city. Lodo, Rhino, Uptown, City Park, Highlands, Sloan's Lake, Cherry Creek, DU, Englewood, Arvada, Aurora, Northfield, and more. Arvada. Arvada. Come on, dude. Mr. Chance at Maylees, get your Volo Pass. Start playing in the leagues as a free agent today. Make sure to use code DNVR10 for $10 off. www.volosports.com slash Denver. Illegal Pete's is where I like to go to eat my burritos with my buddies. 
And then sometimes my buddies don't want to go because they're sick of me, and I go anyway because yeah, the burritos are so good. You can go it's, for the beer and the burritos. The beer and the burritos. Also, all, unironically, one of my favorite things about Denver, the first thing I noticed when I moved here, is what a great patio culture you guys have. Yeah, I dude. mean that earnestly. We have. We have. Come on, bro. Are you in or out? You in You're there with us or against Will us? You have me? Take we that have. out on the way out. I love it, man. I love it. So you get a bucket of beers, get some margs, sit with the fellas, the ladies outside, enjoy your smothered burrito. What a treat. Check out Illegal Pete's. I'll tell you who likes uh, Leo Pete's? The Australians. Dude, hell yeah. They're raving about it. They're Are like, they? oh, yes. That's awesome. They're like, they, you know what they love? The taquitos. Really? Listen, I didn't. Yeah, know. Hey, man, you know what? I didn't, see, I didn't see I'm it with coming. it. I didn't see that either. But all right, the taquitos are special there. They are unique. I do like the taquitos. <laughs> um, all right, I love. The, I love that we got invaded by Australians. Literally, honest to God, how many Australians do you think came through? No, the, the bigger question is in our world. You know, like the 20. bigger question is how many no, more, Australians more. are left in Australia. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's I like, was like, we have to check the news. It's a vacant country. And at they the kept moment. saying, "I've never met any other Nuggets fans." I'm like, "How is this possible? How is it possible?" The whole bar is full of Australians right You're now. All, no, We're where are you guys from? The same place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What? You guys don't hang out? <laughs> it's it's a, and I, I, I'm like, hey, you should go talk to him. He's a, an Australian. And then I'm like, it's is this like when you and your girlfriend go hang out with another couple and they're like, oh, hey, you two guys hang out. You yeah, can talk yeah, about yeah, sports yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. The but it turns out they all, connection. But they all hang out. They're yeah, fine. they do all hang out. <laughs> um, all right, let's get to some superlatives here. And I'm going to start with you, Eric, because you brought this one up a little yep. bit earlier. But who or what is having the best glow-up for the Nuggets? The best glow-up, not for the Nuggets, but in general, advanced analytics. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where I thought you were going. Bro, all, this stuff, all this stuff where it's like, oh, okay, you need a calculator. Uh, it says he's good on defense. But if you watch him... Everything's right, dude. Yeah, like, he's that much better than it. All of these numbers actually mean something. <laughs> They're based on something. They're telling a story. It's not the only way to look at it, but, like, you cannot pretend that they're not actually reflecting some reality of the game. And Jokic is showing that. All the people that dismiss him as this idea, like this analytics darling, are just having to all 100%, one by one, eat crow. They're like... Oh, God damn it. If only there was some way to clearly show that this was a person we should be paying attention to. Okay, advanced analytics. Good, good on job. you. Good, good job. on you. Good, good job. <laughs> All right, Dev. How do you top that? Jamal Murray. Oh! <laughs> Jamal Murray is the answer. Um, he's now in the discussion of uh, top five point guards. He hasn't been in that discussion, you know, the entire year. You could name five guys right now that, you know, was in that discussion. He also, they were starting to argue about like him being other people that he probably was over. Um, he's not an all-star. Um, he doesn't get those same type of discussions. But now we're starting to talk about him in the same light of top duo of all time, like in a historical sense, um, off of this run. He's having such a um, historical run right now where people are saying, hey, he is good. And I think people thought he was good, but I didn't think that they thought he was this good. Totally. Um, and just taking over. Everybody remembers him from the bubble. We're not even talking about Bubble Murray. I didn't hear that at all today after him having a, tri a 30 point triple double. Yeah, he's no. better. Like, he's he's better. actually just showing that he's better. And also, this is just the norm. Um, people are talking about them banging. They haven't won one championship. People are talking about them banging off, you know, more than know, one. Um, next year, the year after that, and things like that. That's a glow up. Yeah, dude. Like talking about Bubble Murray is like talking about high school dev. 
Yeah. <laughs> I knew it, though. He was good back then, but, like, come on. Come on, like, man. Yeah, he's better now. Man, and I'm telling you, now. so... Superstar dad better than... With, so, with Jamal, I'm looking at the Ringers' top 100 players. Remember, they ranked him. And coming into the season, ESPN had him, like, 50th-something. He's coming back from injury. They were factoring that in. Ringer had him 29th. And to be honest with you, it felt almost high. Right. Because it was like, all right, they're, you know, whatever. Right ahead of him, Brandon Ingram. Already, I think most people would look at yeah. that and say, one of these guys is a proven winner. The other yeah. guy has a lot of skill. I'm not calling him a loser. I'm I just know. saying. Pull it together, Jamal Murray. The thing about Murray is you know he's a winner. Like, it's yeah. just, he, just, he just wins. Lowry Markinen, great season. Great season. No, Most be- improved player. Pascal Siakam, who's great. He's a champion as well. Yep. He was a champion as a second best player. So I'll, I'll, you know, I'll leave it there. Jalen Brunson, amazing year. Yeah. This is a different level, though, he had, a, he had an amazing playoffs, too. Yeah. Different, different level. Different level, though. It's a different there are levels level. to this. Um, if we keep crawling up, like, Trey Young is 21. Now, yeah, I, I get it because he puts up absurd numbers. Mm-hmm. He is an engine. He is the way Jokic is the score and the facilities, all of that. Trey Young does as well. But do you think there's anybody on earth that would want to take Trey Young right now over Jamal Murray? Trey J- Young. What did I say? Him. No, no. Eric's saying Trey Young would oh, make Trae that Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trey Young. But I'm being serious about this, and I like Trey. I don't want to turn this into... Maybe MPJ. I don't want us to do the thing <laughs> that we get mad of everyone else where you just shit no, on I the know. other players. But I am saying, like, Trey Young, for as good as he is, Murray does the stuff that matters on this stage. Yep. You know what I mean? This stage is different, and Murray's doing this against Jimmy Butler. Yeah, dude. As part of a system. The, st- the stakes matter in these things. Like these uh, accomplishments in the face of this like extreme pressure mean something. It's very meaningful, especially when you're talking about like basketball's not. I mean, we just like to watch it, but there is an ultimate goal. There is right. an ultimate winner. There, and a- again, that's the best part about sports. At the end of the day, there's a right goddamn answer. Like you can say, like, I like this guy better. And you're like, okay, cool. He lost. Yeah. He the, ones, the ones I'll feel passionate about, like John Morant, 17. Again, it's so hard to quantify the star versus a guy who's a number two but he's so good at it i get it but again i will take jamal murray i just will because he does stuff that to me is again that translates to this stage i mean is jive even technically in the nba currently come on and then the best thing is that it's it's the chemistry too right that you could find a better player in a vacuum they're not gonna have better chemistry than Jokic and murray have now they grew up buy-in they grew up playing together they they grew up in the nba playing together have we have we analyzed the idea that the two like most selfless stars are from serbia and canada uh, we haven't talked about it per se, no. Think about that, though. Like, we went to Serbia. Everyone is very, will fall all over themselves to make sure that you have a good time. They're, like, very interested in the idea of a larger collective. Canada. Canadian niceness. Is this what Canada, we're known to? as, like, the most polite country. There's something about, like, ego being checked at the door. And That's Canadian, Ser- a very Canadian Serbian thing. And, Serbian and Canadian players. I, I don't know. I'm just saying. All like, right. Well, it's a theory. Uh, but here's the one I wanted to get to. Donovan Mitchell at 15. And, again, Donovan Mitchell is a star. I've always thought this, though, man. He is such a better scorer, and he might be a better scorer than Murray. He might not be, by the way, but he might be. But Murray just does everything, man. And he, the way he solved the problem last game, in game three, going from game two to game three and saying, okay, here's what they're doing, here's how I get out of it, and I have the tool, tool bag to do what I need to do, but also I have the understanding, the IQ to figure it out. I just would not swap Jamal Murray with Donovan Mitchell. And it's not, to me, that's not like a t- oh, tough one. That's an easy one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Am I crazy, Dev? Not now. Like, right, I, not I, now. Yeah, yeah, not anymore. Right. Um, but that's why I think that the, that's the biggest glow up. You're saying names that if you said that beforehand, no one was saying these things. They, they would have said that you are crazy. That's a hot take. Yeah. But he has proven himself on the biggest stage um, when it all truly matters that he is 
not only up there, but he's a better than a lot of those people, and you would rather have them. Um, think about two months ago. He was playing really well, but if you would have said he's better than Trey Young, he's better than Donovan Mitchell, people were like, yeah, yeah. you're crazy. Yep. You were actually Well, first of insane. all, I said it, and people told me it, so I know, <laughs> I know it. It's true. But that's why he is, so, like, that's the glow up. That's right. what it is. Then what about you? Glow up. Michael Malone. Ah, uh, that's, Michael the, that's Malone, a great one. Who I think this stuff will can change. Jamal Murray's NBA life has changed forever. Michael Malone's too. He's going to get thrown in all these conversations as one of the best coaches, one of the best leaders. His sound bites are great when he's mic'd up on the court, off the court, you know, in the pressers. And I think there are a lot of people that are just looking at him like, I like that energy. My team could use that. And then you can take it a step further. You know, the preparation, this is the most prepared the Nuggets have looked each round, right, that they have in their years together. And then even just tactically, I mean, Spolstra is the pound for pound the best coach, you know, coach in the league. It hasn't looked like a coaching mismatch. It helps when you start. Denver was so prepared last game. So prepared. And Michael Malone, a guy who probably should have gotten more votes over the years for coach of the year than he did, was never really in that conversation. I promise you that will be different going forward. Yeah. I love that answer. You guys all have great answers so far. Honestly, I think that you could make... So, there's only one other player you could make a case for, and it's Jokic. It's well, hard yeah, to say just yeah. because he was a two-time MVP, two -time MVP, so how much could it go? But I do think that it's rare to win an, an opinion argument. Man, it's very rare. The wildest thing about Malone is that he's like kind of taken the media head-on. Like yeah, the he, Nick Wrights, and, and that they will call him out to be like, "Yeah, Michael Malone out here talking." All this and then now they're like, "Oh, god damn it!" <laughs> like, <laughs> and he's just grinning there, and they're like, they have to be like, "All right, yes, you were right. We should." I mean, the the other thing is just um, the, the another thing that's that's really gotten a glow up is just the idea that the Nuggets are worth paying attention to. That right. the idea I've seen this great take. I've seen this being talked about a lot from people that are uh, casuals with the the untrained eyes watching. They're like Pat McAfee, for example. Yeah. Uh, I, another I heard another conversation he had where it was like, how come we? Uh, he had Brian Windhorst on. He was like, you know, why didn't we? Why weren't we shown these Nuggets? Like, why is this coming out of nowhere? This team is so dominant. Why is this something that nobody heard about until the league and you know or the playoffs? And Windhorst was like, well, you know, they were there, and then he w took them to the whole. You know, the whole the saga, Jamal Murray got hurt, blah, 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 blah. But just, I just feel like, in a way, basketball is having a great glow up. Mm. <laughs> I love this one. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, people. Dude, the ratings are good. Like The ratings are good. Uh, people are showing you that they are interested in just generational talent right. uh, that is not charismatic by traditional standards or at least in intentional ways that uh that you know your normal star goes down uh the path of and it's working and people right. love it so it's right. like great i love it yeah malone to me probably would be my answer i like analytics as well <laughs> um i like murray as well and then yoke again i it's hard to make that argument but i just it's so rare that you see an issue that is 50 50 split go to 99 one and that's where we're at. The holdouts are like so few it's, that it's like all it's right. an all-time vindication run. All time. It, I was so rarely actually, maybe in my life in sports, because ha has greatness been so disputed and so indisputably put to bed that right. doubt. Yeah, yep. it's unbelievable. It. All right, um, 
What's been uh, the most impressive part of Denver's run? Oh, composure for me. I think composure, preparedness, the mental toughness of it all. I think I always thought they were talented enough that their A-plus game could do it. But the myriad ways they've won, the what the way they respond to the rare challenges, they've only lost four times, but I like how they've responded to it. The way they talk about each other and in between games and series, the the mental grind of how long these runs are are crazy. It's crazy, and it's clearer to me than ever. And I think these guys are so committed to just every day preaching and, and acting out the right habits. For me, I think it's a variety. Um, they have won in different ways. Man, Not one good. win has been the same. Um, Miami has done a great job, and just teams have done a great job of taking things away from Denver, and they're like, oh, okay, like I'm going to do that with my left hand, you know, this time. Mm. I'm going to do that with without a you know left leg. Um, just taking things away, and they still are finding ways without any excuses, without any setbacks. Um, it's just like, hey, you know, we're going to figure that out, um, and then we'll get better. Um, and that just goes to show like how strong this group really is. Um, one guy doesn't play well, another guy does. Um, so it's just um, – different types of wins um, that I did not see them um, being able to um, handle on the fly. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say just the construction of the team, like is so impressive to see how just, yeah, how they're built, how, how they have an answer for everything. But, you know, it's also just amazing to watch that just that Jokic is like I, I cannot believe I'm still impressed by Jokic every time that I see like <laughs> and it keeps growing. Right. Like the stage gets bigger and he is not any different at all if even if the Might only thing that better. changes he gets better. Yeah. Like you think about, you know, you're going up against Jimmy Butler, we went up against Kevin Durant, we've got like all LeBron James, like the biggest marquee names in the NBA, and we watched all of them wilt at least one game. Uh, and then we have got then we have not since wilt on our side right. that just every goddamn game is you can pencil him in for a bedrock of 20 points minimum 25 probably minimum some number of uh rebounds is going to be in the double digits like he's going to be touching a triple double every single time and it's not like oh man like when you go into a game it's not like oh god okay i hope Jimmy Butler shows up for us tonight. It's like I hope somebody else goes along with Jokic because you don't. Just there, you just don't man. even think about Jokic not showing up. It's just you start from a triple double, and then the rest of the team has to build on top of it. I'll say for me, Denver's problem solving, and this is both on offense and defense, but I'm just so impressed with how quickly they're able to make adjustments. Sometimes, oftentimes, within the flow of a game, just like okay, they're doing this. All right, let's do this thing, and they adjust to it. But even defensively, it's true, man. Like Denver's had to do, to your point, Deb, they've had to win a couple of different ways, and they're just up for it and not even up for it over the course of a series immediately. Like, okay, adjust, boom, beat them that way. And it used if we, to take them long, too. It used to take them a long time, but this is why when people have a young team and they're, they start to think, could we do it? Like, are we ready to win a title? Oftentimes the answer is no, you don't know. Playoffs are different, and this is where they're different. Teams always look good doing their best thing. And when the regular season, most of the time you're doing your best thing, it's, hey, can you do all of the things at a high level? And Denver, Denver's, you just force them to the most uncomfortable game ever, is still the best offense in the NBA. Honestly, yep. Denver, if we go through offensive rating right now, Nuggets, number one at 119.3 offensive rating. Number two is the Clippers, who only played five games, 116. 
Three points per 100 possessions, Denver is better on a significantly higher sample size. And by the way, the Clippers just played the Suns, who aren't exactly a very good defense. You go back to teams that actually played games. Yeah, 116 for the Celtics. You know, 115 for Miami, who's in the finals. Denver just head and shoulders offensively above everyone else. And doing that in this finals, despite the fact that they've only made like 20 total threes over three games, they're doing this with just two pointers, which we thought wasn't possible. Also, the 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 sort of belief we all had that defense matters, but this offense is so good that maybe top 10-ish, you know what I mean? You don't have to be the best defense in the league because you still got to outscore Jokic. And they needed to get better defensively, but I think there's a lot to the former point that the baseline is just, are you sure you can keep up with this? Because good luck. By the way, 111.4 defensive rating in the playoffs, and that's by going up against the Lakers, go up against the Suns, and still that great defense. Very impressive. One quick one quick mini break here before we have a little bit of fun. We want to scroll the Finally. Timeline. <laughs> Finally a fun hey, part of the finally show. Finally going to have some fun on this goddamn Pins show. Pins and Aces is the official golf apparel partner of All City and DNVR. We love our Pins and Aces gear. Family-owned golf and apparel business based right here in Colorado. They make amazing polos, hats, golf bags, and even the beer sleeve. It's an innovative product. Well, you know what it is by now. You can store seven beers in there. Or check out the liquor stick. Pretty intuitive. I don't really know how that one works, but I, I think I get the you gist. Play, you, like anybody who's drinking non-mechanized dispensed liquor on a golf course, you're living in the past. You are living in the past. Also, Pins and Aces, it's, I love the feel and texture of their clothing. It's that athleisure wear kind of, you could wear it working yeah. out. You could wear it to the office. Uh, it looks great. Chandler, our bar manager, wears a Pins and Aces shirt every day. It's awesome. Including the one that we just put out with Pins and Aces, which you can get on our website uh dnvrlocker.com which also if i can just hijack this for a second we're also having a father's day sale uh you buy one you get one half off you can apply that to the pins and aces dnvr exclusive polo uh and it's a beautiful thing up man you're late shopping for dad for father's day are you kidding me this is the easiest thing just hop on there great deals and your dad's gonna love it buy him a nugget shirt and be like oh man that's awesome i love the nuggets He's like, you should make that. I can finally relate to you. Yeah. (laughs) Now we can talk about more than baseball. (laughs) Check out pinsandaces.com. Use code DNVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. And finally, our friends at Shady Rays. We're headed to Vegas. You can come to Vegas with us. And uh, if you're going to Vegas, you're going to need sunglasses. It gets bright, it gets hot, messes with your eyes. You can feel good, look good, or their friends at Shady Rays, and you can do it all stress-free because if you don't love your Shady Rays, you can exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. If you lost them, you broke them, reach out. You might get another pair. Actually, you will get another pair. There's no risk when you shop. Their team always has your back. And we're not just telling you this because we like them very much. We're telling you this because we have a code. Exclusively for our listeners. Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use code DNVR. 50% off two pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. That's so many people. All right, Kale, open up that sheet. Let's joy scroll a little, shall we? Oh. The streets are talking. I love uh, it. Is there that the road is. to Vegas, by the way? <laughs> it does look like a road somewhere else. But it's all right. That's the streets are talking. What are they saying for us? Um... Let's take a look at the timeline. Let's joy scroll together. Oh, I man. That's so tiny. I Shout out. Have to do this Adam, time. you're probably not going to get this one. This is for I think you should leave fans. Yeah, he just kept hanging out in the pool. Uh, it's like, yeah. Yeah, this is on a, like a reality Jokic TV show. Jokic with uh, Lisa Salters after the game. 
how did it feel to, to play so great? And he says, to be honest, I just wanted to use the zip line. Shout out <laughs> Evan Fial. I love it. It's a good one for sure. What else we got? What are the streets saying? Uh, this one's from our friend Miroslav. Uh, not to take everyone. I know we prefer watching games to looking at spreadsheets, but. But as we learned, the glow up for analytics is accurate. <laughs> Career playoff box plus minus. Look at the top three names. Michael Jordan, Nikola Jokic, LeBron James. Kind of checks out with <laughs> the eye checks test, out, man. Kind of, kind of, kind of checks out. Also, by the way, comfortably ahead of LeBron. I know. You know what? Like, comfortably yeah. ahead of LeBron. He could have a couple bad games to oh, be up boy. there. And you're like, I don't know about that list. Who are the other two guys? LeBron and Michael Jordan? Yeah, like, All right. oh, must be a flawed <laughs> stat. What else do we got? Oh, yeah. Playoff leaders. Jokic, fellas, is on track to become the first player ever to lead the entire postseason in points, assists, and rebounds. It gets better, though. He's outside the top five in minutes played. I love that part. I love that part. <laughs> That's it's ridiculous. It's hilarious. He really has broken basketball. I know. And as, as EL points out, it's just it's just because he's tall. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, he's just, uh, he's just tall. Yeah. The altitude, the airport. So you scroll down away. a little bit. We, we referenced this earlier. The combined game three stats, Jokic Murray go for 66-31-20. The entire starting five of the Miami Heat. I can't wait till they next year when like ESP, NBA on ESPN drops the like, you have $15. I'm going to take Jokic and Murray and just leave and the just change. Just save the rest. Yeah. Save the rest for some shady rays. Yeah. The best part, the best part is Murray's going to be like $1 still somehow. Yeah. Jokic will be a $4. To get him the two dollar now, uh, Nikola Jokic, you've just made NBA history. How does it feel, Jokic? I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, a, I can hear the exact line too from Shawshank. Oh man, I, 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 I remember fast. just quickly. I remember uh, throughout the season when uh, during the uh, the ugly the height of the ugliness of the MVP conversation, people were like, "Oh yeah, you tell me Jokic doesn't care about MVP. Oh, you tell me now they're like." Yeah, he he, he does, doesn't. He, doesn't, he, didn't, care. he didn't care. Dude, the KD one yesterday that he deleted though. Oh yeah, I that loved was it. A banger. Here's what it was such a banger. I'm telling you, I like Kevin Durant. I can't help myself, guys. I don't know why. I just do. I just but like it. It also showed how online. That's KD what I was gonna really say. Is. He knew things about him that the common fan yeah. does not know. The pool the comment is a, like a one or two off comment. You know, like he hasn't said that one a yeah. lot. So the untrained ear, you would not <laughs> hear those comments. <laughs> uh, call that a callback in the business. Call He's back. too good. What else do we got? Uh, Micah Adams, Jamal Murray career scoring average. Regular season 16.9. That is small. Playoffs 25.4. So in, uh, the increase is 8.5 points per game. Better in the playoffs than the regular season. Fellas, that's the largest increase in NBA history. Man. Anyone curious who's number two on the list? Uh, Christian Brown. No, good guess. It's Jokic. It's great, Jokic. Great guess. So those are the Nuggets' uh, two best players. At the same exact time. It's stupid, dude. That's the wildest thing about this whole everything that's going on. It's like we dreamed one day. We're like, what if the Nuggets can just get by? They can get over. The Nuggets are like, what if we gave you the most dominant playoff run ever reeled off? We're like, oh, all right. Jeez, chill out. Fine. I I also just love the idea that, I mean, with Murray, it's obviously impressive, but I love the idea that Jokic is, should have been a three-time MVP. His numbers are absurd, but they actually get better than anyone else's in the playoffs. He's insane because of his numbers in the regular season. Jokic was anointed as, a, as an all-time great when he was snubbed for his obvious three-peat. Yeah, that's, that's a real so rite true. of passage for that's the so best true. to ever do it. Let's go back to the streets. 
Ryan Green of DNVR. The Heat made Jokic the scorer and the rebounder and the assister tonight. <laughs> so true. So true. Classic. Made him a little bit of everything. Oh, man. Kale's really slow at how he clicks. He's Shout out clicker. Norm McDonald. May he rest in peace. Can we hear your Norm McDonald on this I one? I can't do it. Hey, yeah, McDonald. you can. I can't. Do you want to do, do, do it? I can't. I can't see. Okay, it says. Uh, Zoom in, uh, Kale. Uh, Denver Nuggets duo Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray became the first teammates to each post a triple-double in the NBA Finals game on Wednesday. One record they won't set, however, is... Most double homicides committed by a pro athlete in June, which is still held by O.J. Simpson. <laughs> that was great, dude. I didn't like a shot up tail, man. That was great. Nine and a half out of ten. Very Almost good, perfect, man. Very that was good. fantastic. Rest in peace, Norm. Also a 10 out of 10 tweet. What That's, a great yeah. tweet. Uh, this is the funniest. Uh, this is my favorite. It's too bad Harrison couldn't don't, Have you seen us. this yet? No. Have you seen this? Oh. Don't, don't, take it off. Take it off. The Kia MVP ladder. Look at it. You just looked at it. Uh, no, I, didn't, I, I literally didn't see it. Okay, right. okay. Top five Kia MVP ladder. Who, you who did you have them yeah, ranked in the top five for finals MVP? In order. And remember, it can be both teams. You know. Oh, this is for finals MVP? Finals yeah. MVP. Uh, number one, Jokic. Uh, Good nailed guess. It. Yep. Uh, number two, Murray. Yep. Nailed yeah. it. Number three, advanced analytics. We're on the stats. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? Who is it? Uh, Christian Brown? No. I don't know. Well, we have to oh, think. The other oh, Jimmy Butler. Okay. Uh, then, is it another nugget? I don't know. Bam? I, yeah. yeah, yeah. Bam. And, and then and who is the next one? So you got the four main guys. Now, who would they determine as the fifth best player in the final so far? Who is the fifth best player in the final so far? A nugget player, obviously. It's not KCP. It can't be MPJ. Uh, Aaron Gordon? You you might think you might great think. Guess. pull it up, Kale. Pull it but up. But you have obviously forgot about the three minute run Christian it's Brown. Christian Brown. Three. Somehow the Christian five Brown. Five on the Kia MVP ladder. That's amazing. It's 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 Can uncomfortable. I'm not gonna lie. It's uncomfortable. Can I tell you we had a we had an industry party here right before yeah. the finals started, and I met the guy that does this. Really? I had a whole conversation with him about. The oh yeah finals yeah. the fi like he he was talking to me about how uh, dead like he's a total Jokic truther yeah he got Jokic right and he, he had him number Christian one keep going I would love to hear about this guy keep going <laughs> he's a what Jokic he wearing uh I don't I don't understand do you just what is he wearing <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> tell me about him tell me about him come on hurry up what is he I don't understand where we're going right I now I just want to know about the guy. <laughs> I don't understand what's so hard about explaining the guy you met. Well, I don't remember what he was doing. He's trying to get at something. 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 Explain it. A gentleman. Okay. Well, <laughs> and a scholar. <laughs> anyway, Christian Brown, number five on the NBA.com finals MVP ranking. I'm going to say, don't, don't place that bet. <laughs> we got one more. Oh, I love this one. Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. And I can't read that, Kale. You got to zoom in, yeah. Uh, 10 centers in NBA history have taken 100-plus threes in the playoffs. Nikola Jokic has the highest percentage at 41.2. Joel Embiid has the lowest at 28%. That's incredible. That actually Yoke is the highest to be the lowest. I love it. Is, is, that that it? is this really a picture of Embiid? We got some super chats, though. All right, let's get to the super chats. Down under. Josh Barnett. 
<laughs> Currently stuck in Sydney traffic, but wishing I was in Denver drunk with Denver man. Meeting <laughs> Nuggets fans here is rare, but you become instant mates. Yeah. Dude, it's, you know, I will say, though, this is the thing that you don't get from other sports networks. D-Line will literally yeah. entertain you 24-7 for <laughs> a whole week if yeah, you yeah. come out here. No, no. At, at a certain point, it, it's on you to entertain me. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> then it flips. Yeah, you return <laughs> the favor. I'll let you get this one, man. This is your guy. My this guy, Big Waz, man. Let me see what he says here. Two wins from Destiny. Let's I told go. Adam in October, checking in from the Big Apple. Let's Our go. guy, Big Market was, and he's not lying. He texted me the other day. He even sent me the link to the show I did with him on his network on on Ringer NBA Pod, where it was before the season where he picks the Nuggets. I'm telling you, we all get a lot of credit for being right. Was was right there. All of the I takes. I mean, all of the takes were just like they were shocking at the time, but it's like you listen to him and you're like, oh yeah, that's. That's true. Oh, accurate. That that one also accurate. Dude, I literally have like I'm looking back over the tape, over the receipts, over the messages. I don't know what we've ever been wrong about. The only thing I'll that we were what, the only thing we're wrong about was Bones Highland, and I'll take that one. I just love him <laughs> so much. You know what? Though we were wrong. We all underestimated it, man. I know, man. We really did. We that's sold the only short. thing is we sold it short. You just got to be a little bit cautious. I think that's what the thing is. <laughs> but also with Big Wall, I love the fact that people that were right early on with us, yeah. they continue to take their victory laps. Like, As you they should. already took their one. They're yeah. like, no, nah, we're going <laughs> to keep on running. This is a marathon now. I love that. We did one with the U.S. flag. Give me the Serbian flag. Yeah, yeah, yeah let them just continue these victory laps every chance they can um, because, like, they don't cover them every single day. So they've seen something that, you know, we've been talking about this entire time. And if you've been right about something, make sure everybody hears it. Oh, yeah. All the time. Hit that outro music for us, Kale. What a fun little hangover Thursday. Um, uh, but we are back tomorrow. Guess what? The Nuggets play tomorrow. Remember we had to treat. wait forever for what them to play? That was Bro, the longest. It has been, I feel like this was intentional. It was like this was psychological warfare. Every time the Nuggets have something that that you don't feel confident about, you're made to sit in it for an extra two days. Oh, I see. Every loss comes Every loss, life. they're like, oh, I'll probably take six, seven days off. <laughs> and when they win, it's like, oh, it's this afternoon. I know. <laughs> I could bask in this for a week. I know, dude. I just I never want to stop feeling this, but we have to get right back That's into right. the... We get to do it again tomorrow. Well, that's we good. can't wait for it. Everybody, thanks for tuning in with us. Don't forget to hit the like button on the way out. Let's go.